Hey, all right, everyone, here we go. We're doing it. We are really doing it. A Tuesday night solo podcast, a little daddy issues preamble is what this is. And welcome, welcome everyone from wherever you are in the country. We've got about 25 listeners, so you're probably most in England, unless we've got some international viewers. I'm not really sure. So again, this is just me, same as last week. If you listen and if you didn't uh, and you're a new list, I'm just taking my socks off and you're a new listener to this podcast welcome great to have you we uh we appreciate you please subscribe share the shit out of it and join the patreon if you fancy that uh so this is just me coming on a little bit before talking about my issues for the week talking about my thoughts for the week and uh just coming on and and, and saying what's been bothering me having a little rant you know because this therapy 75 pounds an hour and i haven't got the money for that so what really annoyed me this week, and I think I might have touched on it last week, but not, but really thinking about something that one of my lecturers said, and I do that a lot. I think about things that people say a lot, but things is never an interesting or useful or like life changing bit of information. It's just, it's just shit that really pisses me off. Like someone will say something stupid, like so just a stupid thing to say, and you think, mate, that's the, the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But most people will just go, that's a stupid thing to say, and they'll brush over it. And that'll be the end of it. But I don't have the ability to do that. I don't have the capacity to just do that. I have to think about what that person said for year, year, weeks, months, years, maybe even. And I just think of what they've said for so long. And I let it bother me. But for them, it must it must, might have just been like a fly-off comment. Like when I started uni, right, I went to this, um, the Comedy Society, which is basically a, a support group for autistic people. And I, uh, I'm allowed to say that, by the way, I've got the... I'm an autist myself, so I'm allowed to say that. And, and, and this guy, the chairman at the time, right? So it's like, you know, the a great comedian would never be the chairman of a comedy society, right? So he, he, he was doing his, like, introductory talking to the group, and he goes, um, oh, so I've been, he's about 25 years old, this guy, I reckon. He goes, uh, so yeah, I've been a professional stand-up comedian for 14 years. I was like, What? What do you mean you've been a professional stand-up comedian for 14? You're 25 years old. That means they would have been letting you into the venues when you were 11. That means you're not old enough to be in the venues, you stupid fuck. And he said that. <clears throat> and I never saw that guy again in my life, but it still bothers me to this day. And I never think, oh, I'm sorry. I was, in, I was in London doing a gig because my career's going well. And I... um. I was a bit peckish, right? So I wanted to go buy a pack of crisps. Went in there, saw my favourite crisps, crisps, pack of Monster Munch, roast beef, best flavour. £1.49, right? I thought that's, you know, it's pretty expensive. It's not extortionate, not a bad deal. Give the guy by on the counter £1.50. He closes the till. Closes the till. Doesn't say anything, right? Which is mad. And I was like, I was like mate, can I have a penny, please? I was sorry, we don't have a penny. Well, fuck you. I'm sorry that I have a penny. That's not my fault you don't have a penny. You need to give me 5p then. Because that's ridiculous. I mean, it's not the penny. I'm okay without the penny. But it's the principle. It's the principle behind it. You know? Like, he um, he should have said, oh, mate, really sorry. Would I have any the change for a, for a penny? Is that okay? And I'd have gone, yeah, man, that's absolutely fine. Keep it, you know. Maybe that's how the business are making money because the price wasn't extortionate in London. They're just robbing people of money. 
Yeah, that's what they're doing. But my main thing recently, I was at uni again the other day, right? Doing this, uh, we're doing this introductory lecture for a play we've got to make. And we've got to get all the kit ourselves, get all the props, everything like that, right? And um, so yeah, we had to do this project, building a play, right? We've got to get props for this play. And someone mentioned something about like props that could be seen as illegal weapons, like a knife or a gun or something like that. And the guy said, we do have, we, we do have guns as props, obviously pretend guns, <laughs> like as if we're, as if we think they've got an armed fucking locker full of guns there. And he goes, uh, he goes, however, however, you need to be extra careful with a gun. And obviously it requires a lot more risk assessments. Oh, oh, oh. And you need to make sure you don't step foot off campus of a gun. Because if you do step foot off campus of a gun, you will be arrested and you will be shot. What do you mean? You, what? That's probably one of the stupidest things I've ever heard him say. And to be honest, when he said, oh, they're toy guns, that's quite disappointing because that... That that lecture was so boring. I, I got, I'd have gone and got a real gun and shot myself in the fucking face. Stupid thing to say. If they if the police see you with a real gun, you will be arrested and you will be shot. First of all, what a mad order to do it in. I'm pretty sure the police has never arrested someone. You know, because the police always try and get people alive, no matter what they've done. I'm pretty sure the police would never arrest someone and then shoot them. That's just a crazy thing. That's a crazy thing to say. Like, who, what police officer is going to shoot someone, be like, no, arrest someone, and you have, you have the right to remain silent, anything, oh, fucking have shot him now, pretty sure he's going to be silent, isn't he? And also, I've been watching a lot of police documentaries, Uh, one of them called Rookie Cops, right, which is basically a load of just people that have just started in the police force, just normal police officers that drive around, uh, and another one called uh, Armed and Deadly, uh, two very different documentaries, because the Rookie Cops is just police officers driving around going to McDonald's and the other one is armed police officers taking down terrorists. Right. So I watched armed and deadly and it, there was this guy that he, um, he took, he broke into someone's flat. Uh, it was a mum and a daughter, four year old daughter killed the mum, stabbed his death in front of the daughter. Right. And then he, um, took the daughter hostage, was holding her out the window, a bit like Michael Jackson, I guess. And, uh, threatening to stab it and that there was armed police officers there fucking loads of them they could all see him they all had like their scopes on him but they couldn't shoot him they didn't have the off well they, they had the authorization but they were like we don't want to have to shoot him in the end they did so that's just a mad thing for that guy to say like if you are found with a gun off campus you will be shot i'm also pretty sure that being found with a gun on campus is pretty bad as well like no one's gonna if people see someone with a gun on campus, oh, we must be filming a play. That's a prop, are they? That'd be that's just such a, a mental thing to say. It's just lecturers like these. They just make me think, mate, what are you on about? Like, how do you possibly want to expect us to be successful in life? Is if we're meant to be looking up to you? You're the lecturer. We're meant to be looking up to you. Uh, speaking of shooting, I've been playing a lot of video games recently. I love love playing video games, man. Been playing a lot of Red Red Dead Redemption, and I think that video games have started to get too realistic. You know, like Grand Theft Auto is not that realistic. I don't think like you. Well, it is quite a realistic game actually. But the thing is, you, the thing that annoys me about Grand Theft Auto that's so unrealistic is you, you you can have like an RPG, you can have like a mini gun on you, but you have nowhere of storing the gun. You just like pull a mini gun out of your pocket, and then change it to a pistol, and the mini gun just goes back in your pocket. And you can carry like 50 weapons at one time and a parachute, which is mad. But Red Dead Redemption is much more realistic, a very realistic game. Although there's a lot of it that annoys me because there's a lot of it 
where you're just essentially fucking traveling. You know, if I wanted to commute, I would have just done that in real life. I would have just driven to the local shop. I don't want to play, you know, playing games are meant to be escaping reality, escaping your the boringness and the, the um, what's another word for boringness? I don't know. The normalness, there's was a, was a better word, I'll think of it later. And the normalness of your own life. You're not meant to, you know, you shouldn't have to get fuel, stop and get fuel on a game and then really shouldn't realize you haven't got enough money for the fuel, right? But on this, I was playing Red Dead Redemption on this game, I, um, I uh, basically I had to take a kid fishing. What? That's a terrible fuck. I had to take a kid as an all. I wouldn't do that in real. I'd hate to take a kid fishing anyway. That's the escapism part. Me being a good parent and not fucking. Well, I wasn't even a parent. He was just the guy was just trying to sleep with this girl. So he took a kids. She took her daughter fishing. I don't want to play. I don't want to just. I don't want to do normal things on a game. That's not what I want to do. Um. That's all good. It's been a good week, actually. It's been a good week. I um, about one more issue, one more issue. I'm talking about last week. This is because it's only on Tuesday now. And um, so my other issue is that uh, I was meant to be going on a Krav Maga retreat with my dad. Krav Maga, if you don't know, it's basically a form of self defense. Um, that a lot of people teach, and um, my dad decided he wanted to go on. He wanted, he wanted me and him to go on this course. Right, so he booked it for us. He prayed for it. It's in Israel, so I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll get to meet Jesus. And um, and then it was can- cancelled because of COVID. Right, it was cancelled because of COVID. Booked it that long ago. And then I said to him, oh, Dad, do you not think we should, you know, look back into that and hopefully we can go again because um, you know, obviously it's back to normal times now. And we can do whatever we want. He said, yes, yeah, son, let's let's do that. So I contacted them. I said, would we be able to come again or on again without without uh, being charged, obviously? And they said, yeah, fine. Here's the potential dates you come. Sent my dad the potential dates. And then and actually, well, I say I sent my dad the potential dates. I sent my his girlfriend the potential dates because now I have to, to speak to my dad. I have to go through his girlfriend because she's... And also, I don't remind that. She's so much more reliable than my dad is. It's actually not such a bad thing. So I went through her and she was like, oh, yeah, great. Those dates sound great. Also... Your dad said, maybe I should come. I was going to book a space. So let me know when you really want to go. I was like, oh, what do you mean? Dad, this is meant to be like a thing for me and you, the lads. A bit of father-son bonding. You can't be bringing your girlfriend along. Bearing in mind, it's his 25-year-old girlfriend. So it's going to look like me and her and I have gone on a romantic uh, retreat to Israel. And he's come along as a as the third-wheel dad to make sure we don't go up to anything too weird. But on the other, the reality is, I'm the third-wheel to make sure they don't go up to anything too weird. Fucking awful. Anyway, <clears throat> we shall discuss that in this week's Daddy Issues podcast. Stay tuned. Bye, everyone. Join the stuff. See you later. Here we go. What's going on? We haven't spoken much... Uh... Got it. It says get it. Got it or got it. I got it. What? The thing on on uh, whatever whatever platform on it says got it and I had to press the got it. Oh, I was saying we haven't we haven't spoken Even much. Ages. Ages. Well, you're so busy now, aren't you? Crazy. Crazy stupid busy. Working far too hard. You're gonna stop working a lot soon. Bloody hope so. But the problem is it's like it's it's like a it's um 
it's almost like a, a double-edged sword in the respect that you, you kind of sign up for these companies like you said you work and then you sort of schedule it in okay for a week and and the, i mean the customer working for at the moment it's not they're not the customer from hell but they've, they're they're pedantic so everything you know every every morning can we have a meeting can we talk about this can we talk about that and it's it's draining in terms of time and resources so every job then takes it takes longer than the next job takes longer so then i have to work i've worked i worked yesterday and today yeah only the morning today but then you have to sort of try and catch up because other jobs have to be started because they're, they're scheduled in so are you working for b&q as well b&q mixes yeah oh <laughs> Yeah, do you like my top? I know, crazy. Yeah, it looks the like you work the, work the, the counter. Yeah, that's the worst thing when you go when you walk in. So, so if you work, because obviously you're doing a Wix's job, you wear a, a Wix's top. You're doing a BNQ job, you wear a BNQ top, and you go into the, you go into the branch to get pick something up, and p- people continue to stop you and ask you questions. So, do you just fit the kitchens that they bathrooms mainly? Yeah, that people buy from there. Yeah, they buy kit, they buy bathrooms and kitchens, and I fit them. Mm. That makes sense. What I like to do though, when I go to B and Q, and people ask me questions, I send them completely the wrong direction. Do you? So they say, Have you ever done oh that? yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, because oh, yeah, they, if they say, for example, um, where's the paint, and I send them the timber. Hello. Yeah, I bet they love that. Oh, 16. Yeah. Oh, 24. I don't even know. I just make up an aisle. I mean, uh, at some point, I might get the right aisle. Not aisle, 40, aisle 47. There isn't even a 47. Maybe they're leaving bad reviews of you online. Possibly, possibly. There's no name badge on it, obviously, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Um, What else have you been doing? Just that. That's it, literally working like a bitch. I know, interestingly, it's us getting, because I I think we discussed briefly about about this crazy amount of money I'm owed. I was getting so frustrated with lawyers and uh, and their lack of inactivity. So I, I, I went online from frustration. I was putting in uh solicitors who specialize in debt collection and i found these guys like called night fox and uh and they're old school debt collectors and uh so they they basically they take your debt up in fact they buy your debt and then they they literally turn up at these people's addresses in the morning in the evening business meetings on the golf course and they literally say you owe us money really so, yeah, I, I, they sound. I, I met the guy on Friday. You know, when you sort oh. of think stereotypical, stereotypical bruising debt collector. I mean, this is a guy I would not want turning up. Very similar to the guys we had turn up. Okay, over Mike. Over Mike. Yeah. 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 Where, I where, yeah. I mean, just actually, I'd say compound that by ten, and you'd be close. Do you reckon those guys were that? The tender for no, mics, no, they, they, no, they were. They were official. They were, they, they? They, 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 they were old school debt collectors, but these people are exactly the same. And they just do it. This, this guy was telling me that they had a, they had a, they had a, a debt, uh, in who fled to Dubai, and they located where he was. Okay, and this guy flew to Dubai to pick the debt up. Is this legal? Well, completely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, if you owe the money, it's legal. But would they do it I for two hundred and fifty quid? I think they two sex, two sex, give me two sex. Would they would they take on two hundred and fifty quid? No, they'd take oh, on they'd, but but the, no, the interesting thing is what they would do is because they would take on, for example, if someone had a dodgy builder do work for two or three thousand quid, they'd take that on. Cause they cause someone owes me two hundred and fifty quid at the minute. Do they? Who's that? Well, I was running a comedy show in a pub called uh, in Wigan and um yeah. which is close to me, and they 
they cancelled the show on the day because they had a break in or something. So my yeah. the person I run the gig with rang them up and said, "All right, that you can cancel, but you need to give us at least like half the cancel the fee to cancel because yeah, we need to pay the act." So we're like, yeah, 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 we'll do that. And two months later, no payment. Can't we've cancelled all gigs? And every time I text him, he's like, "Mate, my my mum's like critically ill." It's like, okay, I'm very sorry, but you owe me money. Fucking pay me the money. So how much they owe you? So what was half the fee was two fifty. CCJ them, just just so we can. Because we don't have any good. emails of official. Uh, that's that's difficult. But you could you could revert back to okay, a, a verbal contract. But it would be. Well, I have court. it on text. I think he yeah, him agreeing he's going to pay. Yeah, just just I'm county court to serve just to basically just go to the county court and serve a county court judgment on him, which will obviously pay costs fifty quid. So. Mm. It's nothing. It costs nothing. CCJ. Yeah, that's better. My, my Wi-Fi is down. My flatmate forgot is to it? renew it. Um, Did he? What an idiot. Yeah, exactly. So that's good. I've been getting into some fights recently, which isn't good. Well, why have you been getting into fights? Well, no, no, it's not. I haven't been getting into fights. So it's a two incidents. Last Thursday, I was at a comedy show, a really shit show. I was like, oh, why am yeah. I here? And um, when the first act was on, People, they were just talking and shouting at him and just talking so much. So I said to the guy that runs the gig, man, that's not okay. You need to go up to them and tell them to stop talking. And he was yeah. too scared. So I went up to him and said, look, lads, you need to, you know, there's a, this is a comedy show. You either need to listen to the show and be quiet or or leave. And they were like, mate, talk to us like that. And I'll take you outside and batter the fuck out of you. Really? Like, well, yeah, because I don't think they knew there was a show on. So in their in their opinion, I was just telling them to shut up. Right. And then I had to go on stage. Not good. So that happened. How did that, how did, how did that go? Well, you went, so you went on stage after him? Well, I just addressed it, but the gig was awful anyway. It, I didn't really was care. Um, I just performed to the people that were listening. Um, and the oh, second so the rest of, What? The rest of them were just talking, were they? Well, they were at the back, three of them. And then everyone at the front was listening. Oh, that was, it was terrible. terrible. But, 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 and then the next night I went to... Um, Manchester Academy, which is a big music venue in, in Manchester, to watch this comic. I went to a comedy show. I wasn't gigging, so I went to watch a show, American comic. And this this guy, I was by myself, and this guy sits next to me in a packed room, obviously. And he, he he's very being very annoying, shouting and like the show and stuff. And every time he laughs, well, not every time, but a lot of time when he laughs, he hits me on the shoulder. Right. As if we're like mates. Yeah. Like, oh, that's so true. And I, what the fuck? And then after like six times, I said, mate, can you please stop? hitting me like it's, and it's stop touching me and then he was like calling me a freak and calling me weird and then 10 minutes later he taps me on the shoulder and goes mate you know you're you know you're a faggot don't you <laughs> did he yeah and then really? the guy behind him was he pissed well he must i hope he was for his sake yeah so do i and then the guy behind him grabbed him on the shoulder and was like mate fucking leave him alone leave did me he? alone yeah and then at the end he wasn't like letting me out well, he basically, he went to apologize. He tapped me and went to apologize. But then I just told him to fuck off because I was like, fuck off. Because I just, even if he's apologizing, I don't really think you can apologize for that. No. Um, and then he was trying to, he was like, mate, I'm going to knock you out. And the guy behind, that was behind me, just came and grabbed him. And Did he? Left. Well, he like grabbed, pulled him on the trolley and said, all right, that's enough. And then I shook the guy's hand and the guy that helped me had and left. Did you know him? Or he just no, I had no idea who he was, but he was just a good, good bloke, obviously. Jesus, because he said he saw me because I was moving. I was because the guy was getting like really close to me, so I try and get. I was sitting in between like two chairs as opposed to next yeah. to him. 
Yeah. So you tell I felt uncomfortable. God. It was just annoying, you know? Yeah. Because part of me Definitely. was saying, oh, just, just let him hit you. But then it's just like, no, fuck off. I'm not letting him touch me. Ruin the show for me. Oh, well, let, let him sort of pat you or whatever it was. Yeah, okay. it was just annoying, so, yeah. though. Yeah. But I was thinking, is this worth the confrontation? Don't craft, me. mate. You, you can handle yourself. What would you have done? I, I, I don't. I, I think the thing is now where I was to start after we'd, after we'd done the craft course, um, the guy said, as soon as someone violates your personal space, you absolutely have the right to use extreme force. That mm. for me was a bit, a bit um, enlightening, a bit refreshing. And on a situation, I think I've told you on the last site I was running and I called an electrician out for, I didn't, I, I said, basically, I, I, that's a school by what you've done. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how competent you are. And I was, you know, what he did was ridiculous. He was costing money. And he said, he said, you know, I've had a really fucking a bad day. I'm up for, you know, I'm up for a fight. Okay. And I instantly went into the sort of the, the hand in front of you. Okay. To keep him at a distance and the sort of hand. Okay. Where you got two fingers to go for his eyes. Okay. And I went, get the fuck away from me. Get the fuck away from me. Okay. Literally. And, and the situation was just diffused very quickly, but yeah, I was very fucking adamant. Okay. That ultimately if that guy, okay, if I felt, you know, if I if I sensed a single thing coming towards me, yeah, yeah, I'd be fucking down. I mean, there's no, I think, I think what you were taught is, I mean, Christ, when you attack me, when we were doing that sort of mat in the face thing, or or, or that sort of where where the idea was to basically pound someone's face, and I had a, a, a practice mat in front of my face, Dominic, you had me down for yeah, four, four hits. Do you know what it was? The thing is, I do martial arts now, so I, I wasn't like worried about getting tired. Do you know what it was? Is, we're in a big rock venue. There's bouncers yeah. everywhere. Yeah. If we get into a fight, I'm going to the police. Aren't I? I know. So well, I just thought there was no point. No, if, yes even and if no. he started the fight, I'll be in the station that night. I, probably. I think yes and no. And I think that that's obviously, you know, that, that that's a bad situation because obviously you're surrounded by people. So it's probably not going to escalate that far. So mm. it's not like being in a in some alley or some, some you know, mad fucker attacks you. So yeah, I mean, that's the right call, obviously. But it's but no i don't i think ultimately it's it's i think being timid and accepting people's abuse of bad behavior regardless of what situation or what condition they're in intoxicated not intoxicated isn't acceptable no well he was just, i was just very passive like every time he insulted me i just went yeah okay and i was yeah, gonna move but i just thought i'm not gonna move yeah but that, that's that that that's that's i mean going yes okay is passive aggressive isn't it anyway so in many respects so it's not it's not even passive it fuck i mean it's like a fuck you yeah fuck off mate you're not even affecting me but what am i gonna do though what would i say well nothing but what i'm saying is being actually no but the whole you know most people react and mm. and passive is not necessarily passive passive where you where you just where you brush those remarks off, that's passive aggressive. And that's not a bad thing, but it's not passive at all. It's not like, yeah, fuck off, mate. You're not affecting me. Fuck, just shut the fuck up. Like, I'm not interested. Well, it's because I saying. wanted to watch the show as well, right? Of course, obviously. Yeah. So that those two things happen. And then the next day, me and Alex, my flatmate, were doing a gig in Cumbria. And we were at a oh, restaurant. Oh, Alex is a comedian too. Yeah. Okay, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. We were at a restaurant in Cumbria and... um there was these four guys at a table just like trying to be annoying, like throwing stuff, like shouting. And I was going to go over to them and say, can you shut up? But I thought, no, I've learned my lesson. There's four of them. I'm not going to do Yeah, that. yeah. Outnumbered. But they were just being such twats in a family restaurant. I thought, oh, my God. 
Fucking pre. Yeah, that's crazy. So that was my week. Last week. Okay. Sounds like a, a interestingly slightly traumatic week. It was slightly traumatic. I didn't really like being threatened by that guy, I don't think. Well, no one does, do they? I mean, being threatened by anyone's nasty. I think I think it's just it it, it kind of like you say, you question, you sort of you question you you question um whether you're right or wrong. Okay, the situation, should you have done something differently, and so on and so forth, which isn't it's we don't want to be questioning ourselves all the time. It's not a nice place to be, isn't it? It did affect me more than I thought. But I was pretty pissed off afterwards, I think. Well, I think I think I've but but I've been I don't know. I've been I've been in situations where I don't know, maybe maybe it's you know, I misjudged a situation on the road and and someone's pulled out in front of me and put their fingers up, male or woman, and and you know, and shouting, you think that that level of aggression is awful that that what is wrong with you why do you have to be such an awful person mm. mistakes happen that's a fact of life be forgiving you're not perfect no one is but i think i don't know when that sort of that moral high ground of i mean again it's just like you know women finger up shouting like a beauty obscenities out of the car with children in the back you think is that the adult you want to be is that the parent, the the influencer that you, you want to be to children? Is that is that who you? I just it's shocking. He was just such a piece of shit. Yeah, well, I th- obviously those people are because they're so because if someone lets their anger or emotions, regardless, affect their mood to such a derogatory extent that they will impact other people. I mean, what does that say about them? Because mm. he just felt the need to constantly insult me after asking him to stop touching me. He's such a dick, wasn't he? Because he should have really gone, sorry, mate. And then that was it. Or, like, moved. You know yeah, 100%. I mean? like yeah. If I made someone feel uncomfortable, I'd move for them. Of I course. Um, yeah. Hopefully they wouldn't make someone feel uncomfortable, though. Yeah, it's nice you don't get the bravado. I mean, again, I, so many times I hear from, from not people your age, but people substantially older... You know, if this guy did this, I would have fucking knocked him out. And you think, I oh, mean, shut up. Jesus Christ, you're not at school. It's like, who are you? You know, 40, 45, 50, 55 year old men, grown men saying, if someone did that to me, I'd do. You think, mate, you're not, you're not the craze. I mean, just shut up. It's not just, the what? The Cray twins. It's just ridiculous. Okay. Well, I spoke to my mate. Well, he's not. Well, you, know, you, know, you, know the, you know, you know the Cray twins, don't you? If it was gangsters in London. No, I don't know who that is. The, I mean, probably the most infamous gangsters, okay, in the 1960s in London. So they were they were horrible people. But, but I spoke so to a comedian called oh. Jeff Innocent, really good comedian. And he oh. um, he's older and he's a bit cockney. And he said that in his experience, fights end up one person in hospital and one at the police station. It's probably it's true. right. It's right. It's right. There's not going to be. There's not going to be a good outcome there. Yeah. You can only say be in hospital, spend the night in the cell. Yeah. And then if you're if you're spending that in cell, then you've got to justify what you did. Mm. And potentially yeah. being caught the following day. It's a shit idea. What um TV are you watching now? Well, I've watched actually, I watched on Apple TV. What's it? Silo. That oh, yeah. was quite addictive. Have you seen was that, that? Wasn't isn't that like a sci-fi thing? Yeah, it's about it's about people who live in this sort of this massive silo underground that's got obviously no windows, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, it takes it takes like days to walk from the top to the bottom. It's so big. Ten thousand, I think, ten thousand people live in it, and um, and and we don't know whether outside is 
because they, they sort of show pictures outside being uh, sort of apocalyptic, unlivable in, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But then people have been out there, haven't seen it quite that way. And we're not sure. People have gone out there. I'm just not quite sure whether the outside is okay or not okay. But it's um but it just literally, I think I watched the last episode. Cliffhanger bastard. So now I'm watching Slow Horses again, which I love. Oh, is it good? Is on it Apple, slow on horses? Apple. Oh, amazing, amazing. Got Gary Oldman, who's a complete arsehole as a boss. Okay, he's just you'll love him. He's just an absolute twat. But yeah, and they got a new series coming up. It's brilliant. Yeah. Did you finish the morning show? No, I haven't finished that yet. Not like it. I I, I didn't love her. I, I mean, I like Jennifer Anderson, but I found her relationship with um God, what's his name? Her co-host, Mitch. Yeah, what's his what's his his Steve real name? Carell. Steve Carell. I found that a bit sycophantic, which means a bit sickly. That where oh darling, oh love, you know, it's I just I don't know. It's it's I got to the one where he had slept with the girl on sort of location that hushed it up um but yeah i should watch some more i'm guessing does it get better i haven't finished it yet i'm on season three and i think it's good it's all right it's all right but i don't know i didn't about ted ted lasso have you seen that what's that about i don't really know but everyone says it's it's second on the list of apple so it must be good it's about a football ted lasso Mm. i watched that That i thought we should watch the same stuff and then we could talk about it we could. All right, let's watch Tad, Tad Lasso then. Yeah, all right. Watch Slow Horses. Slow Horses is brilliant. Yeah, but you've already seen Slow Horses. I'm watching it again now. What episode are you on at the minute? Uh, only three. Three of the first. So series, okay. series one, three. I'll start watching it this week. Yeah. And then... And then it's um, brilliant. And then Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Yeah. That's all I've got, but, really. I, we're just a catch-up, because we haven't spoken much. So we, I haven't got a topic for us to talk about. Well, no, it's okay. I want to talk about these. So, I, again, I, I was getting so desperate, okay, with this this fucking money I'm owed. And um, so how does and, it work? And... Do you give them a percentage then? Well, no. Well, what what, what was happening is is my solicitor. So, I, I, it's my last solicitor for some reason. I don't know what happened. Okay, whether she got sacked or left or whatever. And then all of a sudden, I've got a new solicitor who knows nothing. Uh, Three hundred pounds an hour. And um and then I, then it, it kind of the, my relationship with my sisters has gone worse to worse to worse because um when they phone you up they they're not informed they haven't read the file and they piss me off because people calling me up and telling me stuff I know without knowing everything they should know like my last lister who who followed the whole case um is insulting especially like i said 300 pounds an hour you should literally you should have gone home the, over the weekend and, and every single bit on my file before you phone me up not not oh i've skimmed through it, or i've done this i've done that that to me is just fucking incompetent when you're paying and, um, them. yeah absolutely and um well, yeah they're being paid but but and and they're sort of I don't know negativity, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Plus, I, I suppose we're what's called a CFA, which means they were paying my costs, um, or covering my costs, and then all of a sudden they're not covering my costs, and you think, well, now you're billing me again. So, but anyway, so I said to Amy, can you go through their bill just to check that they've actually charged us correctly? And she found three thousand eight hundred pounds worth of double invoicing, and in fact, really? some triple invoicing. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. And you think, well, these are the people. That I'm getting to represent me on a legal perspective who are supposed to be honest and trustworthy and they triple billed me. It's what did just... you say? Did you tell them that? 
Of course, of course. And they and came what, back. How did they worked. respond? They, 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 they apologised not to have had a good off the bill, but you think, well, no, apologising. You're solicitors. Yeah. You, you know, you're scamming people. It's just, they are supposed to be above, beyond reproach, which means they should be honest, more honest than honest than honest. Like a, you know, like, fuck knows, you know, like a politician or a, or a charity CEO or something like that. They're supposed to be beyond reproach. It's, you know, they can't, they can't do anything bad. They shouldn't do anything bad. So I'm getting so frustrated. I thought there must be another route here because we're, we're about to employ a barrister who would cost God another catastrophic sum of money and and wouldn't necessarily get me anywhere. So I thought I was putting in, I was googling um, specialist debt collector solicitors, and these people turned up. These these um these debt collectors, and they are old school, so they do face to face, no letters, no emails. They literally went 24 hours. They got private investigators. These drones to follow people. They got in-house solicitors, and they literally will turn up at your door at six o'clock in the morning, six o'clock at night. They're going to see friends, families. Uh, they turn to business meetings on the golf course, and I'm thinking, "Fucking hell, these are my people." But I just, yeah, yeah, they, they, they do want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they're basically they buy the debt. They take the debt on a percentage, so they, they take the debt off me, and they, they pursue that debt. And you think, because these fuckers are hiding behind solicitors, and you think, wow, this is going to be, all of a sudden, there's no hiding anymore. They how much literally... percentage do they give you? Do, you give uh, them? do I give them? Okay, I, I can't discuss that. Okay. Okay. On here, but it's 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 worth them doing it. But yeah. equally, you know, I'm in for tens of thousands of pounds of legal fees, and I've got nowhere at all, so it's it's i think it's kind of part of the satisfaction that this fuckers are not going to get away with it okay or even if they did they're going to get some really really nasty visits but they won't no nah, these these people are they are horrible you remember those those bailiffs who came to us on behalf of our mic for yeah, that, yeah for that i mean they were awful these people are way worse so well, they, what were they? Were they the same? Were they what your bailiffs? They 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 were debt collectors, but these these uh, the, the the company that I'm dealing with are are just of another level of nasty. They wouldn't hurt people, would they? No, no, no. They do it. No, they wear webcams. Okay, so they do everything within the law, but they, I think they will go and see families, friends. Like I say, turn up to restaurants, business meetings, go and see associates. Uh, they just won't leave you alone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could call it harassing, but in fairness, well, no, you didn't pay your bill. Right, so they'll give you the money? Yeah, of course, yeah. Have they done that? No, of course not. I've, I've only, I've only, I've only spoke to them on Friday. I spoke to them uh, midweek, last, midweek this week, and they came down on Friday to, to basically to have a chat. And where are they, they based? Manchester. Really? Yeah. Well, they came all the way down? Yeah. Well, no, Just they were... Well, he's in Torquay anyway, so they they go got him everyone in terms of recovery. They they go all over the country all the time. So he's he was in Torquay picking up a debt anyway. So oh, it wasn't they that help, far they for can him. help me out then, surely can't they? Well, they could do, yeah. Not for two hundred and fifty quid, they wouldn't. Would probably they? not for two fifty. They probably take I'd probably take the majority of that. I would. I'd be all right with that. Would you? I'd just want the guy to give the money. <laughs> you get you you are you're so you're you're severe. You are get you get so indignant, don't you? No, because he's about, just being a such a dick yeah i mean people are like they think they, can fuck, the... they think they can fuck you off so ccjm he pay it then or what happened to me was once and these are people that i really like and um and i'd i, I think i know i owe some money okay and uh and i think 
I mean, I've been doing business with them for years and I had some money, maybe 500 quid, not a massive amount. And I, I, I said, oh, yeah, don't worry, you know, Adrian, I'll pop in Friday and pay it to you. And uh, I didn't. And the following week, I got a county court, the county court paperwork filled out, signed by him with additional costs if I didn't pay the 500 quid. And he, they said, if you don't pay the money within the next 24 hours, we'll lodge this with the county court. And then you'll have to pay 650 or something like that. I phoned him up immediately. I said, Adrian, I'm really sorry to inconvenience you. I, you know, I never meant for you to have to do that. Okay, let me pay the bill now. Mate, mm. it fucking focused me. Is that how I would do that then? The small claims yeah, court? Yeah, yeah. Just get just get just just download the paperwork, small claims, fill fill the paperwork out, okay, with the amount they owe you plus any costs that you can apply for. Okay, because it'd be like 50 quid or something. Send it to the bloke and say, if you don't pay this, uh, send him literally the form by post. If you don't pay this, obviously keep a duplicate. If you don't pay this in the next 24 hours, I'm gonna submit it with county court. Because mm. county court, it's I've been there before. I've taken people to the county court and the judge says, in the absence of any written evidence, we revert to verbal evidence. So I'll see who I believe. Are you got text messages and you're more believable than him, then he's going to award you favour. Well, I've got text messages of me saying, can you pay the money? And he go, him going, yes, I will. Well, that's fine then. That's that, yeah. that's that's a verbal contract. That's a contract. He's, he's agreed to do that. Mm. Yeah. But it's interesting. Yeah. It interests me how, pe how scared people are because the judges generally are not generally judges in county court massively favor defendants in person so people like you're not solicitors and they're very very careful how they deal with you and they make you aware of the law they talk you through it they're not in you know they're not in wigs and stupid jackets they wear normal suits and it's just an office it's like you go in in there there's a big table he sits at the end you sit one side the defendant sits the other side and just talk it through say this is my issue a bit like judge, a bit like judge 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 judy just like that yeah it's very basic. I'm going to fucking do that. Do it. If nothing else, it's a good experience because I think people should stand up for their rights. I think yes. people, far too many people get mugged fucking off. Okay. It's, don't tell you about these steps. Fuck me, this is horrendous. So, Bricklayer, I used to employ in the last project that I worked on. Uh, I need these, you know, so the basement steps, you know, my basement steps, they're falling apart. I need them rebuilt. So, I think I, I phoned Martin up, this guy, and I said, Can you come and read my steps? Yeah, yeah, no problem. So the week, the this like the Friday, he came Monday. Oh, I'll bring my mate because we get on a bit faster. And and first of all, he built, he, he so he did the concreting, started building the walls. They were wrong. So I said, Mark, they're not in the right place. You know, they're moving over a bit. So that's fine. You know, don't worry, I'll pay you. Because I don't want the argument. So he moved them over. That's fine. And, uh, and then I came back one day and there were, so for example, obviously steps have to be consistent height. They can't be, you know, they can't be six inches, seven inches, eight inches, four inches, two inches, et cetera, et cetera. Steps have to be the same height because otherwise we're, when we're coming down or going up, we get confused and our footing would be wrong. And he'd done two bricks, two bricks, two bricks, three bricks, three bricks, two bricks, two bricks, two bricks. I said, Mark, how, how the fuck is that going to work? Building control would slate that in a nanosecond. You can't have three brick steps and then two brick steps. Oh, yeah, I've got a solution. Anyway, long story short, we kind of, we kind of, I fucking paid him off. And um, and then I started picking them apart. Dominic, he, the concrete base they'd put at the bottom, we weren't going into detail. So, but, you know, concrete basically, maybe you even know this. The way you make concrete is you use ballast, which is sand and, and pebbles, okay, or sand and stones. 
and cement and water. That's how you make fucking concrete. They don't make concrete with water on its own or ballast on its own. This fucker had basically had ballasted six inches deep and then filled the top with sand and cement. So to disguise the fact that he hadn't actually mixed the ballast up with fucking cement or water. Okay, he spent two fucking weeks scamming me. Okay, I did the whole lot, apart from the two walls, I'd take it the whole the whole thing apart. And again, I'm thinking, now I'm the fucking industry. So God knows how most people deal with it. If he'd left it, or if I'd left it, the whole thing would have sunk in years mm. and I'd have to rebuild it. It's just, you think, how are these people such fucking cunts? So what did you do? Well, obviously sent him a few messages, but again, I'm thinking basically if these deck collectors come out right, yeah, he's the next one. <laughs> he's, he, yeah, he's the next one on the fucking list. He, he, he couldn't, he'd be paying for that. This is like your... I'd like new to thing, be like new thing. Sore. Yeah, new hobby. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking of going. I was thinking of going to the bar to see this guy. But it's like a half an hour drive, and he might not be. You should there. definitely go. You mm. should definitely go because I think, like anything, like the, what what these guys do, these debt collectors, is it's face to face. If you just keep sending text messages or or, or emails, he just ignore you. Mm. It's too easy. But if you go there, say, mate, I need the money. Mm. Yeah, maybe I'll go. It's a good idea. You should go. And so if you don't pay, so so just at least say, no, you owe me the money. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm not leaving until you pay me. That's mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I'm going to It's a bit pain in the arse. Mm. Make me feel good as well. It would. Yeah. Definitely. All right, we've got to wrap up, Dad. Perfect. Um, cool. Nice thanks, talking everyone. to you anyway. I've missed you. Yeah, thanks, everyone. I missed you.